From the studios of Tucson Business Radio X, recorded in the Stewart Title Corporate Offices on Broadway, you are now listening to The Mark Bishop Show. And now here's your host, Mark Bishop. Well, folks, the American Legion was founded during a global pandemic and has responded to the current COVID-19 crisis in a manner that would have made the original Legionnaires of 1919 proud. Throughout the national emergency, American Legion National Commander Bill Oxford has continued to lead the nation's largest veterans organization as many American Legion posts have endured shutdowns while stepping up their responses to the needs of veterans and their local communities. Welcome, Commander James Bill Oxley. Nice to speak with you again, sir. Thank you, Mark, for the invitation, and it's such an honor to uh, to be here and represent the almost 2 million members of the American Legion. Well, how has the American Legion adapted uh, to the new environment? Wow. <laughs> well... Mark, you know it's it's really tough when a uh, when a close knit family like the American Legion uh, uh, gets the 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 decision to social distance and and uh, separate and close Legion posts and and do those kinds of things uh, to uh, to reduce the effectiveness. But with the American Legion, I can I can honestly say, uh, even though. We we face those requirements for shutdowns and distancing and isolation. We're still on the job, still doing good things, and still uh, accomplishing many of the tasks that the American Legion is known for. Yes, and I'd be, be happy to talk about a few of them if I can. Yeah, my word. We'll get to that. I'm just saying you're still doing a marvelous job. Uh, other posts organize food and relief drives in parking lots and so on. But by all means, go for it. Share some good news with me. Well, we've got uh, over 13,000 Legion posts across the country, and uh, I can give you examples from every state uh, about, you mentioned food drives or, or drive-through meals or, or virtual job fairs or, or blood donation drives for the Red Cross. All of those things still happening uh, with following the rules and regulations from uh, the government and the CDC. But still, still out there, still on the job, still doing the things that we think are necessary to protect and serve America's veterans. Well, uh, uh, one of the, go ahead. I was going to say, I know that you're committed to improving the lives of those who've already sacrificed so much for this nation. America has endured wars and depression during its history. Do you believe the country will come out of this challenging period stronger than ever, Bill? I do. I, I think uh, in the long run, we, we'll we learn so many things uh, because of the the issues that we face. But as we continue to move forward, I think we will come out. We will come out bigger, better, stronger, and better because of it. You have continued to testify before congressional committees. I mean, you work hard at this. To, you know, you meet with the Department of Veterans Affairs, communicate with the White House on the pressing issues facing our nation's veterans. Tell us about the legislation that you got passed last year that expands membership opportunities in the American Legion. Well, uh, Mark, you're right. Uh, we have continued uh, to uh, converse regularly with the Secretary of the VA. Uh, we we uh, converse regularly with the White House on legislative issues. But you mentioned the Legion Act, uh, which we did uh, we did pass last year, and that was uh, that was a bipartisan issue. Most veterans' issues are are uh, bipartisan. We were able to uh, to get the Legion Act passed, and the, the Legion Act opened Legion membership uh, to any veteran who served on active duty since December the 7th, 1941. Uh, and previous to that, there were some gaps in uh, Legion membership eligibility dates, but uh, with the passage of the Legion Act, uh, every veteran uh, who served on active duty with an honorable discharge since uh, Pearl Harbor, 
uh, is now eligible for the American Legion. We would encourage and invite every veteran uh, to come out and join us, uh, become part of our Legion family. That's absolutely amazing. Good job. So uh, why is the American Legion so closely associated with the GI Bill? (laughs) Well, the GI Bill, uh, in the original uh, format, uh, was written on Mayflower Stationery by past National Commander Hank Clomery. He he created, he wrote the GI Bill, and uh, he carried it to Congress, and they uh, saw the, had the foresight to uh, to pass that into law, and that was that was the original GI Bill, and every iteration of the GI Bill since then, and there have been multiple ones. Uh, the GI uh, the American Legion has been the part of the sponsor, part of the the driving force uh, to get those things passed, as uh, the uh, GI education system has uh, changed and adapted over the years. Commander, would, do you want to touch on the uh, some of the issues that the American Legion has focused on? Uh, for instance, you know, the uh, suicide prevention and so on, plus your four pillars. Well, uh, let me uh, let me talk about our four pillars first of all. Uh, the, uh, the American Legion is founded on four pillars, uh, one of which is Americanism, uh, promoting uh, Americanism, a strong patriotic America, and continue to, uh, to do flag education, our children and youth programs are part of Americanism, American Legion baseball, uh, our American Legion boys and girls state, uh, girls state or bo- uh, boys nation and girls nation, uh, our rhetorical contest, our junior shooting programs, all of those are trying or teaching America's youth about what a patriotic and strong America is. Mm. Uh, our national security pillar uh we continue to evaluate and look at issues affecting our national defense. And the, the COVID pandemic's got to be part of that consideration right now because it does affect the national security of the country. Mm. Uh, our uh, Veterans Affairs and Rehab, uh, our veteran service officers are still out there processing claims, uh, still helping veterans uh, work uh, toward getting themselves enrolled and, and getting those uh, proper payments from the VA. Our... Uh, uh, let me see. Well, of course, let me, uh, let me, let me know, jump over. recovery, transition, families, education. I mean, you do so much and the benefits for veterans. Absolutely. Our, our Veterans Affairs and Rehab is, is always out there on the job, uh, looking and trying to protect and, and uh, get the veterans the benefits they so rightly deserve and, and have earned. Uh, but that's that's a little bit uh, about uh, who we are and what we do. But uh, you mentioned the uh, veteran suicides uh, earlier. Uh, veteran suicides is is one of the main issues, main concerns that we're uh, concerned about now. Uh, Twenty veterans a day uh, are still committing suicide. Twenty is a, is a travesty. One is a travesty. But as we uh, continue to move forward, uh, our Betty Check program is uh, is addressing uh, those veteran suicides, or, or we hope is uh, is having an impact on veteran suicides as we try to reduce that number. Uh, our buddy check program has received uh, national attention and, and emphasis, and we've uh, we've been able uh, to convince a couple members of Congress to develop a buddy check week bill uh, to introduce to the VA. And that buddy check bill, uh, that those uh, that Senate resolution four six five seven, and House resolution two eight nine eight, but that. Uh, 
those uh, legislate those pieces of legislation uh, are being considered, and we hope uh, they can uh, be forwarded to the VA to develop education and training and uh, help improve the uh, the society outlook as far as veteran suicides go. Well, of course, the Legion has you know stepped up your buddy check program, but you're asking family members to reach out to veterans uh, that may feel isolated, especially during this COVID nineteen pandemic. Always, uh, when we when we think about veteran to veteran, uh, that's that's important. That's critical, and we've we're seeing great success. But we are asking anybody. I mean, if it's if it's a relative, it's a neighbor, it's a friend, anybody that sees a veteran in a potential point of crisis, say something. Let us know about it. Uh, but as we as we reach out and uh, try to affect this veteran suicide rate. Every member of society needs to be aware of uh, of those uh, those special needs, and there there is a uh, there is a veteran suicide hotline. That number one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. If anybody sees a veteran in a potential point of crisis, uh, please call that suicide hotline. Well, Commander, in the uh, exactly one minute we've got left, I just want to touch on membership. If you'd like to plug that. Oh, absolutely! Always, uh, I would uh, I would encourage every veteran out there, regardless uh, if you are a member of a veteran service organization. Thank you. If you're not, find one, join one. Uh, it helps us help help you. So uh, I would uh, entice or in- encourage every veteran uh, to join the American Legion. Uh, if you're interested, you can always check us out at your local post. You can check us out at a department website. Or you can check us out at legion.org, which is our national uh, national website. Any of those uh, spots would be a good place to to become connected or join the American Legion post. Thank you, sir. Vietnam War veteran James W. Bill Oxford. He was elected national commander of nearly 2 million member allegiance back in uh, 2019. And, of course, uh, take his advice up on joining this 12,000 posts worldwide, 2 million members. But I tell you what, more than ever, uh, we need each other now. Thanks, Bill. Lovely speaking with you. See you again sometime. Thanks, Mark, for the invitation opportunity. Goodbye now.